Main Street to Wall Street, global business celebrity and former Fortune 100 C-suite executive Jeffrey Hazlett takes you inside the good, the bad, and the ugly of businesses today. Saddle up. It's time for All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett. From the field of dreams to the American dream, today's guest is helping turn the national pastime into a buzzworthy business. Chris Dennert is the CEO and partner of Dugout Mugs, a company that turns baseball bats into mugs and other drinkware. Chris, welcome to All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this is cool. I, I heard that intro. I absolutely love networking. Like that's one of my, by far my secrets to success, I guess, if you will. But to, to hear what you guys are doing over there is, you know, kudos Mine on that. Mine too. I, without networking, I mean, it, you know, I was on a call today where someone wants me as a spokesperson for a new company that's coming out. I said, absolutely. How did you hear about me? Hey, I've been watching you for years, been networking, been following social media, all that. I want to get into you. I, I you know, yep. I've got one of your products sitting right here behind me. And those who are listening and not watching, one of the products is sitting right here behind me because I'm a big fan. Let's start at the beginning. What's the origin story of Dugout Mugs? The origin story. So Dugout Mugs is kind of a cool collaboration of two people on a path. I don't think I've really ever explained it that way, but that's truly what it is. Randall Thompson, my business partner, he had the dream, right? He was going to be a professional baseball player since he was a kid. And he, he made it pretty far. I mean, he made it into uh, the major leagues, minor league baseball and, 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 you know, short season teams and things like that. He was a good player. He's a good pitcher and he just couldn't throw fast enough. Right. Um, and one day they told him like, uh, Hey, you know, thanks for a couple decades of your life. See ya. And <laughs> at times like that, I think it's really important reinventing yourself. Right. From all the stories that he and I have talked about together, which are many, he's like, man, I just had to find a way back to the game. And he went back to his alma mater, uh, Florida Tech, here in, uh, on the coast in Florida. And he was a pitching coach because he knew his stuff, right? So he was showing these young kids how to pitch. And, you know, at times there's something a pitching coach just hasn't, doesn't have time to do anything because he's sitting in the dugout while they're doing hitting drills. And uh, one of the other coaches was chopping these bats in half to do a hitting drill. Guy Matt and the barrels were sitting around the dugout. And, you know, Randall's just a curious quirky mind. I mean, it's, I love the way it works. And he saw, he's like, yeah, I could turn that into a mug. And now that I know him, I can see that thought happening in his head and he's very um, determined. Right. So yeah. I can imagine him picking it up, leaving practice. Right. And uh, he took it home with a drill and he, and he got to work. And like I said, he's super diligent. He kept trying to build this thing out and build this thing out. And it, I mean, the iterations of it were just terrible along yeah. the way, but he saw it in his head. Right. And he just continued to build that. And that was his path. And my path, I've, I've had seven or eight different companies along the way and uh, just an entrepreneur for about 15 years now. And I went through some health issues. You know, I threw up some prayers. I'm like, look, okay, I need somebody in my path that allows me to do what I do absolutely best. And we can run with something that's experiential and fun and exciting, right? Because I was too busy chasing the money. I wasn't chasing the happy. Yep. And Randall came along. He's like, man, I got this really cool idea. And I think you're the guy. And I said, look, man, if you're willing to go all in, I'll go all in at a restaurant, had some other stuff going on. And I said, you need to quit your job because he had a job, you know, you had to, you know, to make money. And he's like, okay, I quit. And I was like, all right, well, I'm done with the restaurant. And then that was five years ago. That's how Dugout Mugs came to be. It was originally called Thompson Mug Company. And when we first got together, I said, hey, man, I love your last name, but that ain't going to fly. Yeah, like, it's not, just it, not that. that it's doesn't not have that. to appeal. It wasn't sexy. And we needed something sexy. And 
uh, we started through some ideas around. He's like, well, I'm in a dugout. And I was like, we dig out the center. Let's go dug out mugs. And yeah, here we are five years later. I would have thought it would involve drinking that you would have come up with it over drinking rather than that, that way. But sometimes you just see something like, you know, like the barrel of the bat laying there on the ground, you go mug and it hits you like that. Yeah. I would have never thought that, but again, that's part of Randall's magic. You know, he's a, he's a creator. And I'm a, and I'm a sales guy. And the two of us were like, yeah, this, this is going to fly. But the other piece of it I think is interesting is here he was this professional player or all of us were doing something and all of a sudden it comes to an end and you think, well, my life as I know it to be over. And it's not, that's Mm -hmm. just got you to where you are at today. That's why I tell people as an entrepreneur, you're going to fail so many times, but the key thing is to keep winning fast, not failing fast because we're going to fail. And mm-hmm. all of those experiences get us to where we're at today. What, what did you learn from the restaurant business that is helping you here? To touch on one last thing, and I think it's important differentiator, it's the identity, right? Mm-hmm. People have this mixed identity from what I'm doing to who I am. And that's just what you were doing, right? And yeah. who he was, he never lost his, his true identity, which brought him back to a very successful and diligent path. Now, the restaurant business, so I had a very successful apparel company prior to the restaurant. We made a lot of money. selling t-shirts and print on demand and things like that. And what I learned is don't put your money into things you don't understand and you can't impact. Now that's my investing strategy. I lost a lot of money, six figures in three different deals back to back to back. And I was like, okay, well that sucked. And the restaurant was one of them. I mean, really what it comes down to, it's like my magic, right? What I'm the best at is dealing with people, sales, e-commerce, marketing strategy, social media, and I couldn't do any of those things, yeah. right, with, with the, the industries that, you know, that I was in. And all I could do was just put money. It was almost like half-fast calculated gambling. I shouldn't have had my money over there. And I learned and I lost and, you know, fail fast, fall forward. And it's like, okay, stop doing that. Get over here back to your, your power zone. And this was all the path, right? And then at about a year after that is when, you know, Randall and I really started hitting a vibe. Hitting a home run, right? That's Big right. time. There yeah, you go. We're, we're doing good. Well, speaking about home runs, let me take a quick break. I'll be right back after this message. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. C-Suite Radio. Hey, we are back. Right now I'm talking to Chris Dennert. He is the CEO and partner of Dugout Mugs, a company that turns baseball bats into mugs and other drinkware. And we're talking about how he got to the business itself. When did you join the company? Was it early? And what attracted you to Dugout Mugs? Was it just your partner or was it the product itself? Both. 
As I alluded to previously, I had a, a pretty successful apparel company. And part of what made that happen is the simplicity, right? Like I would look at what's trending. My company was called Chasing Trends, right? Mm-hmm. I'd see what's trending. I take it. I put it on a canvas. I put the canvas in front of a relevant audience sells. Randall at the time was overthinking it. And I was like, listen, man, this is a blank canvas. Let's find out who wants to buy it. Let's find out what they want on it. We put it on there and we put it in front of them. And I mean, we had 1200% growth first year, but I think what really attracted me, I went through a health thing and I asked for this. I, I prayed about this. I said, listen, put something on my path that I need. And I wasn't so busy that I couldn't see it when it got there. And I, I wanted something that was experiential. I wanted somebody that was hungry, that was gritty like I am. And so it very much was Randall that attracted me to this deal. There's a lot of opportunities out there, but if you are in business or you're tied to people that aren't your people, that don't share your culture, that share your belief system, it's going to be some bad days. And we have bad days, but we still have a great relationship. And that just soars you right past that bad day. So I think Randall was in a very big way, part of the reason I decided to go with this deal. And I think who I am as a person and who I was at that time when he met me is the reason he gave up half the company. He's like, I got an idea, but I've, I've got it as far as I think I can go right now. I said, well, buckle up. We're going to go for a ride. Here's what it looks like. And we shook hands, smoked a cigar on my back porch and we went after it. But yeah, I, I believe in people. Yeah, His potential from the beginning, and he's transformed exponentially since we started. But it's obvious the kid's just got smarts. He's got grit. He's got culture. He's very, as we like to say, unapologetically authentic. We both are. You'll catch us in any meeting with shorts and sandals and flip flop, you know, backwards hats. That's just what it is. So we really, we really vibed from the beginning. And it's good lifestyle for you both as well. Yeah. You know, you're listed on the Dugout Mugs website as batting cleanup. Is that how you see your role, the power hitter ready to clear the bases? Yeah, I'm a closer. Always mm-hmm. have been. There's no stage I don't, I'm scared of. There's no conversation, you know, I'm, I'm too timid to have. I, I just feel like I'm a closer. I'm ready for big moments. I've been grooming myself for that for a decade and a half. To be honest with you, I think what really did that for me is when I got super sick, I'm not really scared a lot now yeah. because I shouldn't, you know, there was a real good chance I wasn't showing up the next week. And when you get through that, you're like, oh, this is purposeful. Yeah. And, the, and the, the rest of it becomes very small compared to the big things in life, right? Puts things into perspective, yeah. man. Big yeah. time, big yeah. time. And I think the faster people could come to that realization, and I think being genuine and, and just the authenticity, taking down the facade, right? Yeah. It really allows people to love and trust and gravitate to who you really are, which is very good for confidence. And wow, they like me for me. And I'm good at this. And I know what I'm good at. And I know what I'm terrible at. And I don't do that a lot. All that stuff I give to somebody else, right? And, and I think that's just about, you know, taking the ego down. I'm 40 now. You know, I had a lot more bravado, you know, a decade ago. Uh, but yeah, all of it. It's just a great timing, you know? Uh, the bravado is okay. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, I have that same kind of thing with everything I do. And people say sometimes, geez, Jeff, you're kind of full of it. I said, it's not bragging when it's true. Yeah, if you can close, if you can close the deal. <laughs> that's right. It's not bragging when it's true. So let me ask you about the bats. I'm kind of curious. Yeah. How do you get the bats? Does Louisville Slugger send you its rejects? I mean, what? How do you get these? No. So what we did, well, the original, very original ones were made out of bats and even a handful of the, you know, the first iterations. But I mean, we make thousands and thousands of these things. Um, 375,000 we did last year or something like that. 
And uh, we take the same billet that makes a bat, like it's on its way to being a bat, but we get right. it and we turn it into three barrels instead. And we have all the equipment that lays it and drills them out and things like that. Because you also don't want to use jeopardized wood. We've made some, I think it was Stan Musial's family sent us a bunch of his bats that were autographed and we turned those into mugs and openers and things like that for them. And, you know, we've gotten some bats from like Juan Soto and Derek Jeter and things. One, it's not scalable, right? right. And two, it's extremely wasteful. And the wood could be jeopardized or it, and, uh, just a plethora of things. So we said, what's the most scalable thing we can do? And it is take the billet, make it into three barrels. And then we just started making the other smaller products, you know, the, the, the ancillaries, the add-ons, different, different products yeah. that you make. Yep. How difficult was it? And maybe how expensive was it to get licensed by the major, by major league baseball? I'm kind of interested in that side of it. Yeah. A lot of people ask me that and it is not easy. Yeah. In most cases, however, one of my strong points is my network, right? And there's a company that even to this day, I, I have you know a little bit of equity in, and it was already licensed with Major League Baseball Players Association because there's differences. The players are the players, then the, the MLBs, the teams and minor and Hall of Fame and things like that. So I had already had a foot in the door with one of other companies and said, hey, what's up? My name's Chris. I'm one of the owners of XYZ Company, and I need a license. And we had a license 90 days after we got going with the Players Association. I painted a picture that they could vividly see. And I knew I knew how to get there. I needed them to believe I knew how to get there. And they did. And we hit, I mean, we did 5X what our minimums were with them. Like, well, you guys got to do X dollar. We did 5X that after about seven months. So it just blew it out of the water. And so then when I made the call, you know, at stepping stones, right? So I took this right. data and we reached out to MLB and they're like, oh, sorry, guys, we're already good on drinkware. It's like, nah, we're not drinkware. You know, number one, we're, we're kind of a collectible. Number two, it's a premium product. Number three, I know what I'm doing. And I showed them our numbers. And they said, well, in that case, I mean, if you want to do minimum guarantees or $200,000, $300,000, thinking that it was going to like send a little cup company away, I said, send me the contract. Let's go. And that is the belief in who we are, who we had on our team, who Randall is, who I am. And to date, I believe we might be the fastest growing licensee in Major League Baseball in 20 years. I mean, we're just doubling up year over year over year. That's not easy to do. I mean, you no, see that the way it's done and, and even break into it. But I do like the point that you mentioned, you said proof points, you know, you proved yourself. Yeah. Not Believe. led you to the next stage. Yeah. I mean, we don't go into it in a boastful way. We're big on data. You wouldn't think a couple guys that are in flops and backwards hats and selling cups are very big into data, but we are. And what it does is it shows us with pretty good clarity where we're going. We know where and when to put our money where our mouth is. And when you do that, what can they lose, right? And, and what happens is they gain one of the strongest licensees they've seen in a long time because That's we awesome. showed up, we closed the yeah. deal. Well, speaking about, uh, you know, getting paid here, let me take a quick break and I'll be right back. C-Suite Radio. Hey, we are back and we're right here with uh, C-Suite Radio. This is all business with Jeffrey, is it right here with C-Suite Radio? I'm visiting with Chris Dennert. He's the CEO and partner of Dugout Mugs, a company that turns baseball bats into mugs and other drinkware and other products. We're talking about all things licensing right now. I'm kind of curious about the marketing. They have your product. How did you market it? Did you go to the teams? You go to the big brands? You just go to fans? What was the best way? What's, what's worked best for you? Well, it was a strategy, right? We decided to do it backwards from what most people would think. So I, my background's e-commerce. Remember, I'd done $20, 30000000 million in e-commerce sales. So I kind of knew that landscape. 
And I understand how valuable data was. So to collect a customer. So Randall and I, what we did is we built our e-commerce game super strong through Facebook ads, Instagram ads, Google, and we've acquired over 30,000 five-star reviews. Okay. Mm. Oh, wow. So, that's big. That's huge. It's, that's it's real. Listen, big. Get, first of all, five-star reviews and just get a few of them is good, but that many reviews has, means you're thousands. a mega product. Yeah. You're way up. Correct. There. After about the first year, everybody's buying our product and because we're in all 30 stadiums, we're in all 50 states, we're in seven countries now. So a lot of these places were, we didn't let them sell our product, right? Which they hate because that's kind of the path everybody takes and they have the control. It's like, no, Bed Bath & Beyond early on sent me some terrible terms. I'm like, nope, sorry. Fanatics even, like the terms, I'm like, no, that's not gonna work, right? So because we have it, we know what we're doing internally. So now we've grown it to a brand that we've decided that, that the path, the first five years were us, the next five years are going to be take what we've built, this brand that we've built, and now you guys take it to your market simultaneously. We actually just inked the deal in the last couple of weeks with Dick's Sporting Goods. So we're going into 98 Dick's Sporting Goods as a test. I think very short order will be at about 400. Pro Image Sports, uh, we have talks going on with a number of other big box. Fanatics just came on board and did a very significant test with us. I think they're going to blow it out of the water and then that's going to be exponential growth as well. And there's a number of markets that are prime for our product because we've built what we've built. And now they have a credible brand that people know, they trust, they know we make quality product, it's just everything, right? We, we built this and now you can have it. You can't have it until we're ready. And now we're ready to pass that along. That's fantastic. So that's, kind of, that's kind of the marketing plan. Let's talk about a little bit about content. How does content fit into Dugout's marketing strategy? Because we're big on content here at the CC yeah. Network. You know, using yeah. content to drive the brand of you, the company, everything. Well, I think UGC is huge. User-generated content for those of yep. you know that means. And because it's real, right? I'd rather have a baseball mom sitting in the stands stuttering over her words than a professionally done video. Now we do have professionally done videos for the short, the, you know, the grabby, catchy stuff for, for Facebook ads or whatever. But I'm big on understanding your demographic. And, and a lot of people wouldn't imagine this, but our primary buyers is a woman about 40 to 42 years old, right? For our product, because, and we know this through data, we know this through surveys and polls and, and just everything we can gather. So our marketing is, is actually very geared towards marketing to where somebody is, right? So it's uh, if around graduation, it's like looking for a great graduation present for your son. And we're targeting moms who have kids that are graduation age, right? So it's really about segmenting your marketing and doing your content based on that. So during the pandemic, I mean, we grew by two and a half X through 2020. But what we did from a content perspective is we tried to understand and put ourselves in the place of where people were and that was alone, weird vibes going on, stuck in their house, no baseball, just stuff was weird. So we decided to do live. So I was on live with Pete Rose and Mariana Rivera and just anybody you can imagine. We're doing live videos. I commentated the World Series with Pete Rose for like three hours. And we just gave all this content away. Because By the way, that had people, to be a blast. That dude is awesome. The Cincinnati Reds, when I was a kid, you know, Johnny Bench, uh, Pete Rose, that was yeah. the... That was the team I watched when I was a kid, yeah. along with the Atlanta Braves. Yeah. Hank Aaron, you know? Well, and, and I think what it is, is, is the content, right? People wanted to be included. They wanted to be involved. They wanted, 
we weren't running ads of people at a tailgate. We were running ads of people sitting in their living room watching a baseball game because yeah. that's where they were. And we even pivoted at one point because people were bored out of their mind. And we started making these uh, baseball board games, like drinking games. Like, hey, yeah. you're sitting around doing nothing. You want to play a cool, fun game? Yeah. And then we started doing a lot of giveaways. I was giving away TVs. I was giving away beer money. We gave away, God, I'd say $20,000 worth of autograph stuff just to give it away because we build our content based on our strategy. And our strategy was take care of people when they need it most. And when we snap back out of this, or everybody realizes what a, a BS thing this has been going on, you're going to be right there. What's that got to do with baseball? What's that got to do with a mug? See, that's the cool thing about this. It has nothing to do with the nothing. mug. It has everything to do about the brand, about and who you people. are, what you're doing. Exactly. And the people. Yeah. And you take care of people because Maya Angelou, you know, yeah. they won't remember you said or did. They'll remember how you made them feel. And yeah. that's what we've done. We've got this good old boy brand. I mean, our, our company, we're dozens of people on our team, but it feels like just the, the mom and pop shop, right? It feels like we're still just out hustling baseball bat mugs at a travel ball tournament, not doing 15, $20 million a year. And that's can by you design. only do your teams or can you do personalized oh, names? I mean, I, anything. Yeah. The one sitting next to me, this is one we did at the Sandlot. Oh, the movie. Cool. Yeah. It's, so they're all signed by David Mickey Evans, the writer, director, and narrator. He's a good buddy of ours. But yeah, so we've done corporate gifting. Yeah. I mean, just company logos. Do, you're doing company yeah. logos, everything like on those Coca-Cola, lines. Budweiser, Miller, Coors, Spectrum, DraftKings, CBS, Fox. Yeah. All the way to like Johnny's Plumbing up the street who wants to order 36 and it says, hey, we hit it out of the park with you. Thanks so much. Yeah. So, so the corporate side of things and the custom side of things is actually a very big chunk of our business because everyone's looking for something unique, right? And whether it's the wood ones or some of our new stainless, I don't know if you guys got one of these, but the ones that look like a metal bat. That's awesome. Yeah. Right. So it's great for coffee, you know, all promo items. You don't give people stuff anymore that, I mean, who needs another tchotchke? So yeah. we've kind of really found a, a, a nice pulse in that industry as well, the corporate gifting. Well, Chris, it's a pleasure. And of course, love to see the, the home run by you guys. And Thank any you. time a business makes it is always great. And I'm glad to see you guys doing so well. I want to thank you very much for being a part of the show today and be a part of all business with Jeffrey Azit right here on C-Suite Radio. I appreciate y'all having me. Thank you. Hey, at the end of every show, I like to talk about what I learned. And I learned about passion. You know, it takes more than just passion. It takes wanting to do the right things for the right reasons. You know, passion for baseball was one thing that got him into the business, but really focusing in on the people. Did you hear that? That's a real hero promise right there. That's that hero factor that we talk about in the C-Suite Network all the time. And by the way, you might want to check that out in one of my most recent books, The Hero Factor by Jeffrey Hazlett. And we talk about putting people over profits. That's what I learned here again on All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett right here on C-Suite Radio and C-Suite TV. Don't forget. Tell your friends, and I'll see you on the field. You're listening to All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett, brought to you by C-Suite Radio, a podcast network featuring today's top business experts and is part of the C-Suite Network, the world's most trusted network of C-Suite executives. Find this and other business podcasts on c-suiteradio.com.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.